This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, November 11th. All right, well, no Corey today, so let's try and do things here. We got a bit of stuff to talk about on what seems like a quiet Friday morning across central Minnesota in the sports world. Obviously, uh, some state tournament action going on, but uh, really, as we uh, look here at uh, some of our state sports, uh, there's a bit to talk about. One, Luis Arise won the Silver Slugger for utility men in the American League. And hey, give props to Luis Arise. He didn't have his best season by Luis Arise standards, but he won the batting title, won a silver slugger. He's the Twins' best pure hitter and the best pure hitter that the Twins have had since Joe Maurer. I think that's pretty safe to say. It hasn't been a long time because Arise showed up one year after Maurer, but... Uh, to have a guy like that on your baseball team is very important. Uh, we're big fans, both me and Corey, of Luis Arise on this program. Couldn't roll my R's there. That was That's embarrassing. Uh, Luis Arise, uh, awesome baseball player. He gets the Silver Slugger. He is the last twin to win a Silver Slugger since Nelson Cruz won it in 2019. And the last infielder, if you don't count catchers, to win it since Justin Morneau in 2008. So... Nice job, Luis Arise. You get some credibility. He was the one good thing about the Twins last season was getting to watch Luis Arise just be a nice overall pure hitter. Okay, so that's the one thing about the Twins. Another thing about the Twins, uh, they have done a little bit of engagement with Carlos Correa, uh, according to Darren Wolfson of KSTP Sports Channel 5. Uh, he says that the Twins have had some, some meetings with Carlos Correa's agent uh, about an extension. Of course, the Twins have been reported earlier uh, that they're willing to sign Carlos Correa. They're willing to sign him to an extension. They're willing to pay him. It just depends on how high that number is going to be. Well, I, uh, thank you, Captain Obvious. Like, I, hmm, the Twins are willing to sign a free agent as long as they, uh, as long as it's at the right price. Yet another groundbreaking story from the pages of the medical journal. Duh. I mean, duh, like, of course, uh, of course, but uh, it still is a positive sign that the Twins are willing to engage. I'm cautiously optimistic that they'll compete, but I'm cautiously pessimistic that Carlos Correa will actually stay. It's a loaded shortstop free agent market when you look at Dansby Swanson on the market, Carlos Correa, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts. There's a lot of potential shortstops out there on the free agent market, uh, so dependent that it just throws a wrench. There's a lot of teams looking for shortstops, and out of all of them, I would just rather have the Twins keep Correa uh, in this. So you tell Correa, we'll give you a market value. Do you want to wait around and wait for all these guys to get their deals, or do you want to make sure you get your money and you know where you and your wife can be staying? That That's what I would tell Correa and give him a good deal, but it doesn't always work out that way. Anyway, Twins aren't super important right now. But what is important is the Minnesota Vikings, and they are going to play a game against the Buffalo Bills, and with each passing day, nothing's for sure, but it looks like Josh Allen might not start. It looks like that's going to be an issue. Now, he might try and play through it. He might try and power through it, but there's a there's a chance that Josh Allen might not play in this game on Sunday when the Vikings go to Buffalo. Now, whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, like, hey, we're going to get a win against the NFL's best team without their starting quarterback, like, uh, that's going to be great. And whatever, a win is a win, and you, you're you trying to get that one seed 
in the NFC, and the Eagles don't look like they're going to lose anytime soon, so you can't get more than two games back of them. Uh, but I want to see the, I want to see Josh Allen healthy, and I don't think we're going to get that either way. But I want to see Josh Allen out there for the Vikings, out, against the Vikings. I want to see how good the Vikings are against one of the best teams in the NFL. I want to know where they stack up. So that's a little disappointing. But in terms of the Case Keenum, Stephon Diggs revenge game, that makes it pretty interesting. You could have Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs throwing touchdown passes for the Buffalo Bills, just like we all predicted back in 2017. Anyway, uh, but that's just one interesting side angle to look at this. So we'll see what the Vikings, who they, who actually ends up playing at starting quarterback for the Bills, how the Vikings end up doing. Um, for Buffalo, you know, if you think of where they're in the, at in the standings, they could probably afford to lose the game against an NFC team like the Vikings, although they just dropped a game against the Jets, and do they want to lose two in a row? No team wants to lose at all, and no team definitely wants to get on a losing streak. So uh, it's a game Buffalo wants to win, and it's a game that Josh Allen wants to play in. So we'll see how good his elbow is after tearing his UCL uh, in the game against New York last week for the Bills. So that's the Vikings' outlook for the weekend. If Josh Allen doesn't play, the Vikings should win. If Josh Allen does play, we'll see what happens. I don't. I. I this is a good barometer, a good measuring stick for how serious do we take the Vikings' record. They're seven and one. That's awesome. Do not apologize for winning games. But their one loss came against the one good. Uh, the best team they played this season was the Eagles. They got flattened. So it's a good chance to see how much they've improved from that point and how much we can take this team seriously in terms of a Super Bowl contender. If they lose to a Case Keenum-led Buffalo Bills team, we got some problems. We'll have some problems. Uh, For the Vikings, just don't turn the ball over on offense. It's a good defense in Buffalo. They're getting their best corner back uh, back on on Sunday, and the Bills' pass rush is amazing and something that the Vikings have struggled with. Just look at last week where Kirk Cousins nearly got murdered. So, uh, yeah, not not ideal uh, for the Vikings. That interior pass uh, protection, when you look at the center and their two guards for the Vikings, it hasn't been ideal all season long, and it kind of rears its ugly head, especially when the Vikings play teams with good pass rushers like the Buffalo Bills have. Okay, one last thing. Uh, with the Vikings, and I want to play this full clip. This was from, uh, I believe it's called the Sports Talkers Podcast. I'm I'm not sure really. Uh, it's a very it's a smaller podcast, but I'm sure it's got a good following. Uh, but the point is, is he had Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, somebody who works for NBC Sports, uh, has a very like he's, he's a well known media figure, very close with a lot of insiders around the NFL, and. Uh, Here's what he had to say about uh, the former Vikings head coach. Interested to know the most upset a player or coach has uh, been at you. I know some of it is public with Richard Sherman, but is there any other that stick out? The night that the Vikings extended Kirk Cousins again, and I feel I feel horrible, awful, indescribable, unimaginable pain that Mike Zimmer's gone through the last week with the path, passing of his son, Adam. I mean, I cannot comprehend. Yeah. No matter how old your child is, I cannot comprehend what he's been dealing with. But that night in March of this year, right about the time at the start of free agency, he started sending me some texts and they were not nice. And mm-hmm. uh, and look, he got some stuff off his chest. He thought that I was responsible for getting him fired. Like catalyst. I started the groundswell that, you know, and, 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 you know, at a certain point, you can only take so much before you push back. 
And so it was it was spirited, to say the least. And we both <laughs> said what we had to say. Uh, that, that's so interesting that, one, he blames Mike Florio, who, who whatever. One, Mike Zimmer got himself fired, obviously. Uh, that's not the issue. The, the, the interesting thing is that stuff about the Rocky relationship with Kirk Cousins. And I was kind of the ones who's like, look, he doesn't like Kirk Cousins, but he's not like, whatever. Like I was a very much a Mike Zimmer defender, uh, for a lot of this time. But just after seeing, you can say Mike Zimmer didn't want Kirk Cousins as a player. And that's totally fair for Mike Zimmer to say, but for just the way that you now treat him when he's on your roster, not that you're like abusing him or anything, but just the way that you're just not on board and you're not getting along with the program that you're doing this in spite of what the team is doing, that you're going against what your team wants to do. It just, there's a reason why Mike Zimmer fell off and there's a reason why he didn't lose the locker room, but lost a lot of the locker room. There's a reason why, there's a reason why Mike Zimmer got fired, and there's a reason why a lot of the players wanted a culture change, and there's a reason why the Vikings pivoted from an older, defensive-minded head coach who's very in-your-face, very scream, scream your head off, do all that kind of stuff, very abrasive, to a young, offensive-minded, open, open-flowing head coach in Kevin O'Connell, kumbaya, let's all hold hands and, and share how we're feeling. Uh, that's maybe a generalization. Maybe I'm being too, maybe I'm exaggerating too much, but I think you get the general point is that the Vikings pivoted from Mike Zimmer to Kevin O'Connell for a reason. They went from a defensive minded head coach who's very abrasive, very tough to work with to a offensive minded young head coach who's more willing to give players empowerment and player empowerment maybe gets the wrong word. It's not that Zimmer was like abusing his players, but it's just a whole different approach. Uh, like Brian O'Neill said, walking down the hallway to have a coach look at you and say, Hey, how you doing? How are your kids? Like that, that's something that matters. And it's like at work, if you have a boss who's in your face and always demanding more and always doing all this stuff and always yelling at you and never once do they say, Hey, how's the wife and kids? That means a lot. So that's, I think what the Vikings did. Uh, it's just interesting. The downfall of Mike Zimmer and hearing all this stuff get leaked more and more. It's a miracle that Mike Zimmer was able to hang on for as long as he did, uh, in Minnesota. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, November 11th. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.